Hello, everyone, and welcome to the weekly update. Brandify's podcast where we focus on recent changes and updates in the local search space in order to help you prepare for the week ahead. I'm Dustin Hayes, Director of Marketing at Brandify, and I'm joined by my co-host, Damian Rawlson, Brandify's VP of Product Strategy. Thanks for joining us today. Now let's jump into your weekly update. Hello. In our first item for this week, Google has confirmed, uh, as of a few days ago, that the page experience update to its search algorithm is going to launch in May 2021. So Google's been talking about this update for several months now. They have said previously that they would make an announcement about six months before the update takes effect. And that's what they're doing now. So they are previewing for us that the page experience update will uh, take effect in May. Um, It includes a new set of components called Core Web Vitals, at least relatively new, uh, that are going to measure pages according to uh, how quickly they load, how quickly they can become interactive, and how quickly they reach a state of visual stability as they load. Um, And that's in addition to other page experience signals, which are already part of the search algorithm, such as mobile friendliness, safe browsing, and lack of intrusive interstitials. Um, During the same update, uh, Google says it's going to launch a change in its top stories on mobile that will make it possible for non-AMP pages to compete for placement in top stories. And Google says it will also be testing a visual indicator in search results that highlights pages that offer a, quote, great page experience. Um, So Google is recommending that webmasters uh, begin now to uh, audit their sites to ensure they're prepared for the uh, page experience update and fix any issues in advance. Um, There are several tools available for assessing this. and they are collected together at web.dev slash vitals hyphen tools. So if you want to get to that link, uh, you can visit the Monday Memo blog post and you can actually read Google's overall announcement by clicking through uh, that link. And then there's a link also to the tools that Google is recommending that webmasters use in order to prepare for the page experience update. Numerous users on the local search forum website and GMB support forum have reported that the review publication was delayed from November 11th through the 12th, with many businesses receiving no new review notifications during this time. For Brandify clients as well, the volume of new reviews during this period was conspicuously low. On November 12th, Google confirmed it was working to resolve the issue and that delayed reviews would begin to appear within 24 hours. Sure enough, on Friday, November 13th, we began to see delayed reviews reach publication for numerous Brandify clients. As of Sunday, November 15th, independent sources are confirming that reviews dating back to November 11th appear to have been restored. No word from Google on the root cause for the issue as of now. Next, there's a new blog post from Google from a few days ago uh, entitled Tips for Holiday Travel and Beyond. And in that post, among other announcement, Google, announcements, uh, Google has confirmed that the enhanced health and safety attributes for hotels have been fully rolled out. Um, you can see uh, an animation of what those health and safety attributes look like if you go to the Monday Memo post for this week. We've seen these in the field before. We've, in fact, at Brandify, we've been involved in feeding health and safety attributes Uh, enhanced attributes for hotels directly to 
Google. And now uh, this is just a confirmation that they should be fully rolled out for all hotels. Uh, in Google's announcement, they note that uh, despite concerns uh, related to COVID-19, 40% of Americans are still planning to travel during the upcoming holiday season. And in anticipation of that, Google has rolled out uh, several features, health and safety attributes being one of those. Uh, they are also planning to show indicators in search results uh, that relate to the reopening of cities for travel, including a percentage of flights that are operating, uh, hotels with availability, uh, and, and more. At uh, google.com slash travel, um, travelers can find historical trends and links to local resources about pandemic severity. And Google has also added a filter to the hotel search, identifying hotels that offer free cancellation as a feature. Andrew Boxkowski, CEO of B2B search engine Grata, has a column at Local Search Watch arguing that the recent antitrust action against Google opens the door to vertical search engines who can provide support for specific use cases where generalized search falls short. He argues that the search industry hasn't seen any major disruption since the rise of Google 20 years ago and suggests that the antitrust action may signal a new market for specialized information. As examples of verticals in search, he offers LinkedIn for people, Zillow for housing, and Kayak for travel, as opposed to the aggregated approach Google has taken to verticals like these. Dedicated search engines offer more precise information and are designated to support specific user journeys. B2B search, in particular, can offer better visibility to SMBs who are trying to compete in middle markets, where Google's generic approach makes it difficult for SMBs to gain sufficient visibility. Next, we have an article from Brent Sutoris on Search Engine Journal, which offers some thoughts around the state of voice search. Whatever happened to voice search is the title of the article, referencing the fact that in the early days of Amazon Alexa and Google Home, there was a lot of hype around how quickly voice search might grow. It, uh, it has not grown in quite the same way that has been, had been predicted, but it is true that uh, the adoption of voice assistance overall is uh, still on a growth trajectory. There are 4.2 billion voice assistants in use as of this year, and that number is projected to grow to 8 billion, almost double by 2023. Uh, users of voice assistants are not making purchases at the rate that uh, manufacturers of those uh, devices had hoped for. According to a recent study from eMarketer, only 10.8% of voice assistant users had made a purchase by voice in the last calendar year. That number is projected to go up slightly to 11.5% in 2021. Uh, rather than making purchases, voice assistant users are more likely to use their devices to perform simple commands like setting a timer. But some of those simple commands or simple queries are relevant to local businesses. For instance, asking for directions is a popular activity uh, using voice assistants with 40% of users having um, requested directions in this way. So ensuring your address is properly reflected in GMB, for instance, can help more voice users reach your location. And lastly, Chipotle opened its first digital-only restaurant on Saturday in Highland Falls, New York. 
As online sales continue to rise, the restaurant chain's strategy is designed to gain a foothold in urban areas where a full-size restaurant would not be feasible. Digital sales for Chipotle tripled year over year in the last quarter. At the new digital restaurant location, customers can pick up orders in the lobby or order food for delivery, but cannot place orders at the restaurant itself. Virtual restaurants are expected to become more common in the near future, according to a recent report from the National Research Association. Great. Well, thank you all for listening. Be sure to check us out on Brandify.com and the Brandify blog, where you can find more information about the topics we've covered here today. You can also subscribe to the weekly update from your favorite podcast service so you never miss an episode. I'm Dustin Hayes, along with Damian Rollison, and we'll see you next time on the weekly update.